This episode of Not All Podcasts Were Capes is sponsored by Shadow Boxes by James. Combining the love of arts and crafts with comic books and collecting, Shadow Boxes by James is the perfect gift for every fanboy and fangirl in your life. Visit shadowboxesbyjames.com and use the promo code NOTALLPODS, that's all one word, for 15% off your purchase today. And now for the podcast that doesn't believe in butt babies. This is Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. Get Ariani, let the laugh out. Just let it out. Go ahead. But baby. We're we're here in the name of peace, baby. That's it. In the in the name of peace. What's up everybody? Hey listeners. Hey listeners. Thanks for tuning in. T, you look like a samurai right now with your the way your headphones are. Back, back, I, back, back I used yeah. to have. Remember, remember back in high school. I had yeah. the, the back in the day. You had, the, had top the top knot. knot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Before it was cool. Before it was cool. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man ahead of my time. Um, but yeah. So so we're back in the DCEU once again. What are we doing today, Spade? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. I'm loving Peacemaker. You guys. Yeah, so far I, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't sure what to expect, um, but so far I'm, I'm into it. I, I'm I'm buying what it's selling. Uh, so, I guess uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you know what we're talking about. But uh, peacemaker, and I have to stop myself from saying peacemaker because <laughs> our our text thread is named since the Suicide Squad movie. It's P-I-S-S maker. Yeah, because I think uh, Elba called him that in the movie. Oh, really? He did? Yeah, that's why I named it that, because Elba kept calling him that. And you know what's funny? When I pulled up the IMDb and they had the photos, it showed um, when DC had their fandom event, um, the license plate for Peacemaker was P-S-S-M-K-R. So it was Peacemaker without all the vowel, uh, without the vowels, so it actually looked like Peacemaker, which was pretty funny. But, uh, but yeah, so Peacemaker. So, so the first three episodes dropped uh, this week, depending on when this episode's that out. That seems to be a standard for HBO Max. You're gonna get with, people with the in. DC you gotta shows. get people. Right. I think I think the idea of this when people do that is because they want to release week by week, but they know people like to binge. And if you drop a first episode that's only like 45 minutes, you might not grab the audience enough. But if you get in and then they, they watch and they click through two more episodes, then you're like, all right. And I think that happened with me too. It took me a, li- it took me a little bit to warm up to the tone of the show. Um, and I think because I was able to watch three episodes in a row, I started to get into the rhythm of the show and enjoy it. This is a very HBO show, you know. It's not TV; right. it's HBO. So when you yeah, when so you sign up kids, for right. it, it is some rated R stuff here, people. Yeah, so it's it's, uh, it's it's um. I mean, it's in the vein of the Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. The, the movie. I mean, it, this picks up right where that left off. And honestly, I think no, I think it's a different, completely different. I think it's more. No, no, no. You know, it's. It's different, it's but it's it, in yeah. the same vein. Like, I mean, the Suicide Squad had cursing and over-the-top violence, and it was rated R. I mean, this is at that level. I mean, yeah, to your point, it is different, but you know what? 
I think it's better. I think it's better, too. You want to make it three for three, T? Yeah, yeah, no, no, def- that definitely better than the, the Suicide Squad movie. Definitely better than the first. I think it is around the same as the second. I think I think the second the second Suicide and we're not going to relitigate that one, but it was I was a little overwhelmed by it. And this is going a little bit slower, so I can know more about the character, um, because like, you know, that's uh, but. Uh, I'm enjoy- I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I, I you know, not my favorite thing on earth, but I like it. I like it too. I I mean, I like the cast. It's a good cast. Everybody's really funny in it. Um I I'm kind of invested in who everybody is cuz we kind of know a little bit about each person. Um Right. It, it helps that a couple of them were introduced in the movie so you kind of know That's true. what's coming along. That's you know, true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I liked his character in the movie. I thought he was one of the more interesting parts of Suicide Squad. I think I like him, um, you know, John Cena. So I think he gets the benefit of the doubt from me. Like I've heard him in a, a bunch of interviews, and he just seems like a nice guy, and he's just having fun. So like, how can you hate on somebody that's just having a good time? And what's on screen is it's not bad. I'm 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 really digging it. By all accounts, John Cena is a very decent person. He is the sweetest guy. And surprisingly, for me, considering, I mean, he comes from the world of wrestling. Wrestling has a very it melodramatic type of performance thing. He's a, one of the top wrestlers, I think, ever. Um, but he's also a really good actor. Incredibly good. Um, I, I, I can't say anything bad about Cena as far as that goes. Um, however, but I... The, the wrestling world, though, it turned out some good actors. I mean, The Rock, right, is another one. Yeah. The Who Rock else? got to start in wrestling. Um, <laughs> Name another. <laughs> all right, yeah, I guess that's it. Exactly. I mean, the Rock is kind of the biggest star in the world. Uh, no, John John, John, John Cena, I want to say Senna. John Cena is... is I, I like this video. I, I think we talked about it on the podcast already. He yeah. did this video about you know what it means to be an American and... And he was showing, you know, you know, people, di- diverse peoples, and that's probably and, why he and, got cast for this movie. And 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 one of the things I really like, I, I mean, there's a certain thing that I'm unsure about the racial content of this, and we can get into this about the about the show. Um, but I like uh, I like that video, and 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 not, and the video was kind of like obvious and corny, and kind of like you oh, know, almost. Yeah, and it was like, and I was like, yeah, this is some pretty obvious stuff. But then I'm thinking about who his audience really is, you know. And I guess we talked about, you know, I, you know, I hate to bring up Woody Allen, but the and Hannah and her sisters, where Max von Sydow was watching wrestling, and he goes, "What's the kind of mind of the people that watch this wrestling?" Um, uh, uh, you know, I I understand that his audience is is an audience that needs to hear this so i mean all you everybody can comment in the comments about me being a, a leftist elitist but um uh, i think it's important what he's doing and the people he's talking to and he's talking to certain people in a very simple and and and, and genuine way in a, a genuine heartfelt way and i think it's important when he does it i think it's important when he does that once people start hitting us up in the comments about your politics that means we made it 
Just so you know. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. That, that means we can all quit our jobs and do this full time. The one thing I, I know about John Cena you know, is that I think, I think he's like the number one like request for like Make-A-Wish kids. Yeah. That's, like he's the top request. That, that was think... true at one point. I, I don't know if it's still true, but yeah, it was at one point. Yeah, and you can only be at the top of it. You can only wear that belt for a little bit. Oh God! <laughs> really, T? I'm gonna make wrestling jokes. Okay. The entire no, time. you're making dead baby jokes. <laughs> what? Spade got what I no, was. But, no, but that no, he I can missed, wear that belt that as the as the most requested Make a Wish person. He can only right. Wear I that. I got T's joke. Oh, I um, thought that I thought he was referring to how the kids are are terminally ill. So. Oh yeah, here as of oh July twenty. Oh, oh my gosh, Ariane. I'm, That's what I, I thought don't... you were joking I, about. I don't know if I'm shocked or offended. Well, <laughs> we are we are talking about a very shocking and offensive show. Here, uh, as of July twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, he granted over six hundred and fifty wishes, which makes him the leading celebrity to gift the most wishes for the foundation. Aww. So. Yeah. And, and, and it, it takes time. You, that's that's a lot of work. That takes a lot of time. It's not something. Oh, you can go do that. You got to go. You got to do the things. Oh, you got to spend. And time you got to spend them. time. You know, and time time is you know precious commodity. And and and, and you know, I, I you know that's he's a, he's a really great person to be able to uh, you know to to spend his precious time doing that. Yep. And now he's on an HBO show showing his ass every other scene. Yeah, the one so, thing I will so knock, good on you, John Cena. The one thing I will knock John Cena for, and this is just a personal opinion. <laughs> oh, I misunderstood your joke. Yeah. Anyway, the one thing I'll <laughs> knock him for is that I think I do not Brutes. think he is. I Brutes, do not, baby. I do not think he is an attractive man. I I I find it hard to look at him for too long because I'm like, woof woof. You know, he's just not for so, me. So, so, so you're not yeah. like the wife in the hotel room or in the, the apartment? No, no, I'm not. I'm not, like, I'm not like the wife in <laughs> you, the apartment. You don't? No. You don't? Although, you're not a fan of Cinderella? I, I don't. No, I'm not. Although I think he is attractive as a person in terms of his personality and his qualities and stuff like that. I mean, like physically, so, he's just so not John my type. So John Cena asked you out on a date. You wouldn't go? I would go. Are you kidding me? He has money. I ain't saying she a gold digger. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. John, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm single. <laughs> John Cena, you're in the the DCEU. She's a she's a gold yeah, digger. but but gold Jason digger. Momoa is also in the DCEU. If you can put in a word to him for Ariani, who's single. now single, yeah. pl- please yeah. do that. Yeah, newly single Jason Momoa. <laughs> oh my gosh, what? <laughs> Okay, what's all your what's all your DCEU crushes? Uh, Jason Momoa, Ben Affleck, um, Ben Affleck, Jared Leto. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for going there, Anthony. That was a I was genuine like, reaction. I was hoping you would tee that off. I, I was like, Here, softball. Anthony, that's a real yep. reaction for uh, me. <laughs> that's great. But um, all right, enough fooling around. Let Let's talk about this. There is a little bit. Of this WVB, WV, WB vibe. To How? How? This show is so like mm. a complete 180 from anything on the scene. No, no, but I'm saying the quality of the actors. What do you um, mean? They're great actors. Uh, uh, Jennifer Holland, who plays Amelia Harcourt. Harcourt? Do, do, do we. 
Do we know her? She from was in Suicide else? Squad. She was in the movie. Oh right, she was. You know, she was one of the people right. in the chair. Yeah. Right. Um, she feels like a WB. Oh, T. You know what she? Uh, she was in Brightburn. She was. Yeah. Was she? Uh, Who was was she? she the wife? No, Elizabeth Banks was the wife. Right. She was the the school teacher. I think. Her character was Miss Espenshide. 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 Yeah. That sounds like a teacher name. Ariane, I want to hear your take on this, okay? Because they're leaning very heavily and 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 into jokes about racism, right? Yeah. And and, and, and they're going yeah right. So uh, they're going really forward with it, and I think a lot of the jokes land really really well. I but think so too. It's like it, it but. I'm going to go with the Dave Chappelle argument, not the new Dave Chappelle, the old Dave Chappelle argument about it. It's like, when when are you calling out stereotypes and then when are you reinforcing them? Because I feel that there's some things that are... Judo Master did not land for me. And if you didn't have all these other things about race and things like that in there... And you just had judo master like that, it would be on its own outside of context. It would be incredibly problematic. I don't understand but, why didn't judo master work for you. I don't think it was funny. I didn't see see humor in it. In um, what? I, I like like which joke? Are I mean, you are you calling out really? I mean, there's not a. I mean, are you asking for the punchline? Yeah. Are you asking? Are you asking for? Do you mean just uh, him as a character? Okay, one, uh, the, 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 when he was going back, just him as a character, right? Yeah. Just as a, just as, it, you know, outside of the context of a racial thing like that, I think that it was, I, I don't know what new he brought to the table other than acting as a, 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 a Western idea of a stereotype, right? I, I think that there was a lot of jokes that John Senna was saying, I mean, Peacemaker, not John Senna, Peacemaker was saying about, him being short, and then just kind of like this over-the-top kung fu kind of kung fu's not judo um, kind of like silliness. I felt I I don't I I can't put my finger on it is is the thing, but I mean I mean like when Robert Patrick is who he's Robert Patrick's play Augie Smith right he's Johnson a, he's a dad father yeah. right the father, right. father. Yeah. so so he's there and he's like. I, I don't know. He said, I don't like chopsticks or something. I don't know what he said. Oh, yeah. He, he was being a straight-up racist, like, he right to the cop. He was supposed to be an right. over-the-top racist so that, character. So that was, that was an indication to me that this character is no good. He's racist, right? So but, we got it. But we right? got that beforehand when he was being an asshole to, right, to right. his son at the dinner table. Like, he's talking to him about stuff, and he's like, you know, is this the guy that shot you? You know what I mean? Like... No, and so, also like okay. indication. So, so Ariane, did you think Judo Master was funny? I don't. I didn't think. I mean, I like the character fine. I don't know what's what it is really to laugh at. I think right. he, I think he did a good job. I don't know. I don't know what you what it is that you didn't. I think. I think like. a generalized over the top stereotype. I think maybe. I mean, these characters do come from a 
certain time period, sure. But I think it would be weird if they didn't cast an Asian actor to play someone called Judo Master because Judo is a Asian martial arts. And the guy kicked ass. He super kicked ass. Like, I don't know. No doubt. Yeah. So, I, I, mean, I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with an Asian actor he, playing he felt, somebody called it felt Judo like Master. If, it felt like Peter Sellers in the Pink Panther walking into his apartment and getting attacked by Kato. That's what it felt like to me. And I don't know there was nothing there was nothing from my mind to grab onto that would allow for me to go, Oh, I get I get it they're being meta or I get it other than the generalized meta I mean uh, calling out racism in the the other places. I mean this might be a little bit a uh, little bit of a spoiler team, but you know, I have the IMDB up. The actor is listed to appear in seven episodes. So I don't think they killed the character. So I think maybe no, we gotta no, kind of wait so. and see what happens. Um, right. That kind of might change your mind. I mean, me personally, I'm a small guy. They made a couple small jokes. I laughed, like when he said he was gonna use him to replace his Achilles that he just got. Like I thought that was funny. Like stuff like that. Yeah. It didn't bother me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. um, it's not calling out any. It's not any making a joke specifically about his race. It's a joke about his height. Um, right, which and is ob- and obviously Peacemaker kind of wants to push back against the idea that he's a racist superhero. That was the whole opening scene where he's talking with the janitor, which I thought was freaking hilarious. It was very funny. Right. He wants to push back against this reputation that he has as a racist because of the legacy that his father. I guess his father was a previous Peacemaker, and he. I guess the time that Robert Patrick was a Peacemaker, it was probably during like. You know the Korean I don't get and Vietnam that, Robert, War. Who Robert Patrick is? He's he was the same character. He was the peacemaker. From it seems before. like he, I mean, considering he no, had that room. Didn't they use? Didn't no, they used a name. Um, they used a different name. Yeah, the, the white something dragon. Oh, white, white dragon. White dragon. White dragon. Like is that a, what it was? Yeah, yeah it's a, it's like I'm, a I'm gonna Ku look Klux up Klan. if that's in DC. It's like yeah. a grand dragon type uh, thing, like grand the Ku Klux Klan. Right, right. Well, the grand dragon is what they call the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. So I think yes. they use White Dragon in this to differentiate from that. But clearly he's a white supremacist. You know, right. He gets locked up again. And all the white supremacists, like Nazis in jail, already like fall down to their knees and like are like, yes, our, our great leader is here. And they have that quick little shot of the um, black inmates kind of shaking their head. Because they know this is bad news. Sp- okay, spoiler alert, everybody. I just looked it up. There's a DC character called the White Dragon, uh, uh, tra- traditionally associated with white supremacy. William Heller was the White Dragon, a neo-Nazi in a power suit of armor. Uh, Aryan Empire, Fourth Reich. First appearance was in Suicide Squad number four, uh, 1987. I might have that issue. So he's a he's a Suicide Squad villain, right? And right, they repurposed right. him. So it's probably this character living father. under living under a different name or something. Yeah, like or whatever name you just them. used. Yeah. yeah, whatever name T just used, though they probably yeah. Yeah, I I kind of like how Peacemaker kind of want he wants to be a real hero. Like we see, um, like I like that scene where he's supposed to be shooting the family of butterflies, 
and he can't do it. He can't kill right, right. the I kids. Like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like he's challenging his own like ideals. Cause what's the catchphrase for peacemaker? Like he'll do, he'll fight for peace at any cost or something like that. Right. No I love peace so much. Who he has to kill. I love peace so much. I'll kill any man, woman, or child. child to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And at that moment, when he really should have, he totally could not do it. Right. So, which is you know, which I, is interesting because we just seen him kill Rick Flag a couple days ago, right? In the timeline, yeah, it's really not that long ago. It's not. But that you long. also you also see him kind of regretting that too. Yeah. Well, he you said know? actually it was a few months. He was laid up in a hospital for a few months. So I think it's he oh, was, a few months. Okay. So all right. Yeah. So I think he had a while to like sit with that and like sit with like what he did and the consequences of that, um, and also the fact that he doesn't want to go back to jail. He's in, he's the only reason he's he's caught up with all these people is because they said you have to do this for us or we're going to put you back in jail. He doesn't want to go back to jail. Right. So, I think he's uh, he's dealing with a lot of traumatic things obviously. We see his relationship with his father is not good. We see we we know we learn a lot about him in just like these few episodes and just like little moments where we see the things that he, he he wants to do. I think he really believes that he's he's fighting for peace and he, he wants to do it the right way. They're like, they're, they're kind of like, um, I'm sorry, you're going to have to bleep this up. They're kind of like, F- it, let's just do it. Like, they don't <laughs> care. And they're just like throwing, they're throwing it in. Like, you know, uh, uh, the, you know, the, you know, they're going to have li- it like an 80s kind of rated R kind of thing that you know you 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 see boobies in every episode you know and uh uh you know it's kind of like well no 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 not at all right see not at all no but i'm saying like I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture and i'm using that kind of like the word boobies because instead of like women's breasts or something like that because that's what it feels like how they're using it you know what i mean but but listen the girl that you do see her boobies in the first episode she's a badass if you look up her imdb she's a stunt woman on like all these crazy different things so she's like legit kicking ass More than her boobies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no doubt and the and, woman and, and that he with, fights like, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, among other, among, among other, other things. things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that um, shot will haunt me for sure. Uh, that shot in the bathroom. <laughs> because I, of him uh, or because of her? Know. I think I think I him. think John Sun is winning her over. <laughs> no, um, but... <laughs> no, no. Well, like I but, said, I think. He's I mean, the, I John, liked it when it was like I think he's it was the like this um, guy. But I, it's it's a funny shot. It was super funny. I liked like, that they were they were they were having the sex scene. And then, like, there was nothing ten sexy minutes about later, <laughs> she's blowing up, and they're picking up her face off the ground. Yeah. I thought it's it's like, it's utterly ridiculous. It's very James Gunn. It's very it's tra- very trauma tra- trauma trauma like stuff. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a return for him to that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, which I think was, it's him leaning into those tendencies, which I which right. I which which was trauma came out of the eighties and yeah. uh, like the toxic the Avenger toxic Avenger like that. isn't he yeah. from New Jersey from Newark. <laughs> The Toxic Avenger? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's I, I always heard that. I I, I might be wrong. But... I mean, he probably came out of the Passaic. Please. <laughs> it says the first super su- superhuman hero from New Jersey. So prob- probably. Might as well. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll co-opt <laughs> yeah. him. 
Yeah, exactly. I can't find it. The, um, there's no, there's no like Toxic Avenger wiki. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'd be surprised if there were. Um, I guess we can. Talk but it's about, very much. It's very yeah. much that zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, it's very trauma. It's very, very funny and gross and dirty, um, but also emotional and filled with heart, which is which is what ultimately matters in this type of excuse me type of show well there, there's got to be something there right because i mean his character is so over the top ridiculous from suicide squad and uh-huh. his they costume's gotta, ridiculous right but they gotta i mean like i said the last time you saw him he killed rick flag so you gotta do something to make you root for him you know i mean if he he's gonna right. be the hero of your show basically um I love Danielle Brooks. I'm glad that she's like one of the the co leads. Um, she she was good. That that was a nice twist of her being Amanda Waller's daughter. Yeah, yeah, and she's fantastic. I I'm so happy to see her in things. Um, what else she, has she been in? She was in Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, that's the only thing I know her from. That's that's oh, like right, the big right, right. the big thing she's been in. Most everybody will probably recognize her from that because she's one of the lead characters in that. She played Tasty. Yeah. Um, oh, she was in a couple episodes of Master of None. Was she? I don't remember that. There's there's a Mahalia Jackson biopic, I think, that's coming out with. That's cool. I didn't hear about that. But yeah, Danielle Brooks is great, and and I love seeing her thrive. Um, I wonder what they're gonna do as far as like, she's kind of she kind of has something similar going on, you know when she was supposed to shoot, um, I guess the bodyguard, to to save the right. Yeah, well, she, and she she had a feeling that he wasn't a a thing or whatever, right? A so. threat. Yeah, but you know, for for you know their sake, she was like, it does, you you have to you know protect the mission at all costs, you know can't right. can't leave anybody can't leave anybody alive can't leave any witnesses with sort this sort of thing so she's kind of struggling with what peacemaker is uh, right, going right through as well so i think that's why they're they're setting up that they kind of like have a a thing going on and i'm sure they have comp she also has a complicated relationship with her mom right so, so. right her and her mom and him and his dad kind of thing yeah, so I think they're setting up for for them. It's not not foil characters, but parallel characters of each other, um, in a way. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how how their friendship, kind of, kind of goes on. And then of course you have Die Beard. I uh, uh yeah. I, cr- I crack up every time he say he calls him that. That's a that's a pretty I, good I, line. I, I, I kind of like how <laughs> I like the uh, production design and the costuming because they have him wear like those stupid wolf shirts that <laughs> that like nerdy guys always wear from, from the uh, what's his name <laughs> from the hangover. Um, oh, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, Zach Galifianakis will wear those. Yeah. Yeah. All, all but over. I promise you every nerd I've ever known personally has a shirt like that has one of those howling wolf shirts and I don't know why. I don't know why they have those, but I thought it was a very like, like specific like touch um, that they included. I don't have one. Um, 
T, you got one? <laughs> I'm looking him up right now, and I think he wasn't he. He was in like a, wasn't he in the comedy t, uh, like duo? I'm looking up his his thing. He was in. He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, Die Beard. He's been uh, in like some Super comedy Store. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's one of those guys. He's a funny looking guy, so they put him in funny. He was also he was also in. Brightburn. Oh, he was King Shark. He was King Shark. He did the stand-in uh, on-set portrayal of King Shark before being dubbed over by Sylvester Stallone. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Well, he was in Guardians too, so he seems to be someone that works with James Gunn. With James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think of um, Mern? I guess is like the leader of this team. Like, is is he from the comics? Is he anything, or is this just? I I don't I I haven't gone that deep. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know anything about the the comics. I'm going straight off the the show for this. He's interesting and mysterious kind of thing. So, I don't know what his deal is. Like, I don't know what they're setting him up to be. I don't know if he's gonna be good or bad. Like, he keeps insisting he's not like Amanda Waller. Like, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still confused about what this mission is. Like, I I like that they didn't tell us what these butterflies are supposed to be because then the audience kind of feels like the same as like peacemaker like what he's going through like he's doing this classified mission but doesn't know why but i'm still confused i still don't understand like are they parasites like are they are they nanotech like i don't i really don't get it well they're aliens they have little they're aliens with little spaceships right Remember he he was laying in bed and he had the little spaceship. He in his opened lap. up this and it goes, oh, oh, it's a little spaceship. Is that what that was? I was yeah. confused yes. by that. Okay. I'm imagining that the the butterflies go in the spaceships, right? And they fly away. So it's an alien invasion. So they're invasion a par- of the they're body a parasitical snatchers. type of alien type thing. Yeah, they're yeah. like face right. huggers. Yeah, yeah, basically. Right. But I mean, obviously, the way the the third episode ends, there's way too many of them for it to be resolved in the show, right? So. Maybe it's like that thing where you have to kill like the queen. Kill and the queen and dies. kills all of them. Yeah, that's typical. That's a superhero thing. <laughs> yeah, take out the mothership and take out all the drones, kind of thing. Yeah, and then all the Chitari die like that. That's a, such a superhero thing. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but I get it. I get why they have to do that. Um, I don't know anything about vigilante, at all. The, the actor playing what... him, I thought was good. Um, th- their scenes together, I think he's just so like ridiculous over the top when he's like hiding behind the dumpster and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're like, and he's we just... know you're there. And he's like a fanboy. He's like a fanboy, right? Right. It kind of seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Was he the same? Was he the same person in the in the restaurant or no? You yes. Remember... Was he? That's my understanding. Yeah. He was the my, same person my, that went behind my the cousins. The the dumpster and was like dancing and stuff like that right isn't it I, my, that's my assumption i mean i, I thought I so here's why are you staring at me from across like he's staring at oh, me from the okay. thing and he kind of like waved okay so yeah i think that's him yeah i, gotcha, I thought gotcha. so too okay yeah because i wasn't too sure because we see him like with his mask on for most of the series so far anyway the- the, the bit with him being tortured in the chair and Peacemaker saying, I'm not going to give you up anything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hilarious. He's like, I can't feel, feel a thing. He's like getting his toes chopped off and everything. It, it's like... It's, Mostly chopped he's off. Like, you could give him just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. 
It's oh my god, good. have you seen have you seen the name of the next episode? No. No, what is it? <laughs> the Chode Less Traveled. <laughs> I, I, I think the show is very it's it's funny. I, I just think that like I mean I think there needs to be more room for like comedy in these superhero things because there's it's there's this there's Harley Quinn I can't think of much else that's like outwardly but, like deliberately funny and but raunchy the, the the humor here is the brand is raunchy the brand is is uh, 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 crude you know what I mean it's just it's not for your kids uh, no <laughs> no. I mean, I I'm gonna I enjoy it. I'm gonna watch the whole thing, uh, 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 but I mean, they 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 some of them some of these jokes are shooting really low though. You know what I mean? They're not yeah, like yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that they're they're yeah. going to low places because it's kind of like there's like you you have to hit like that sweet spot of just like making it uncomfortable enough, but also making it like funny enough. You know, like. The whole thing where um the whole Louis C.K. bit that ran like a little uh, yeah. bit too long. And, yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but <laughs> right, it's like, yes, but it's like they, I mean, but it was like I like that because it's super it was, funny. <laughs> because yeah, well, I mean, it's you know it the 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 structure of the joke is an old Marx Brothers thing, right? It's when Harpo was stealing cutlery, right? Yeah, and then like he's walking out and one fork drops out and goes oh my gosh i can't believe you're stealing cutlery you stole that and then two more fall out and then it goes oh and then more fell out it's and a very it's a going. very vaudeville so the joke was funny thing, yeah. and then the joke became unfunny and then it gets it. it's funny so it became again. funny yeah. again you it's, know what I mean? it's kind so, of a vaudeville type thing you know it's who's right, on first right. where it just keeps going but, and going and gets more ridiculous and then it's just like oh my god <laughs> But then it was like, but then it was like, because it's directed at Louis C.K., it's like, haha, I'm poking fun at Louis C.K. No, Louis C.K. did this really dicky thing. <laughs> funny, I, ha, I didn't ha, mean ha. to do that. Um, this really very terrible funny, thing. Very funny. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't mean to do that, but he did this. He did this thing, and it was off. And he and they were like, no, this is what he did, you know. And and, and it was like there's this uncomfortability you know and, what he and, the point is that what he did isn't funny it's it's the, the misunderstanding is what's funny that's what's funny that the fact that vigilante did not understand what anybody was talking about i'm not talking about that i'm talking about it in terms of like meta about louis ck irl at, in real life yeah have like going like no he he's you know it to the audience and 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 in an, in an, in words, that's why directly to Louis C.K., you know, going, we haven't forgotten that you did this crappy thing. No. And and it's like no, but of course the whole thing was a dick joke is what it comes down to. <laughs> right, but I mean, I mean, they, a they, very they, elaborate they, that dick that joke. was a very intentional Ralph Boner. It was a very intentional. Can we have one episode. Just calling one. out a Louis C.K. in a very uncomfortable way because he kept on like pushing it and pushing it so that Louis C.K. they in, 
intended to offend Louis C.K. Right. Yeah, but I'm sure Louis C.K. doesn't he doesn't care anyway because he's he's well, sure, he's out I'm there. Sure he do, does. He does not care. I promise you. I'm sure he does. <laughs> he wants to get back to like be like being a model of a woke liberal dude. He's still he's he, still pulling in audiences. He's doing fine. I did like the joke though because because of the just because of the situation. And it's just like what a what a ridiculous situation and then what a ridiculous conversation. It's just I love I I like that this show is not shy about being ridiculous. Right, it's not um, pulling punches, really. Yeah, no, not at all, especially like, you know. The They're driving thing. the car like they stole it. Even we haven't even talked about Eagly. Like <laughs> Oh, the Eagle is great. The Eagle is funny. The Eagle is funny. I like that like you can see in scenes that he's a puppet and it's just like it's obviously a puppet but still quite a good puppet the scene where he's hugging him like are you kidding me (laughs) the scene where he hugged him even though it was in a trailer when i saw it in the show it still made me laugh he's like (laughs) oh i didn't even see the trailer the the very first trailer that that was was in there i don't think i've seen anything other than the first trailer that came with the little teaser or whatever and and that was definitely in there because i had seen that scene before but uh everybody loves the opening credits Oh, the opening credits are, are great. That's the first thing I texted you guys about. I'm like, you've got to watch yeah. it just for the opening credits. The opening credits are phenomenal. Yeah, they're very funny. I think the stiff dance moves are what make it the whole, like, they're very stiff. And, like, nobody dances like this. But, obviously, I think Peacemaker would. It felt like if Johnny Bravo was dancing. You know, it's it's the facial expression of everybody yeah, in the scene. It was just, it's, like... It's just stoic, staring at the camera, like... We know this is ridiculous, but we're going to play it off as the most serious thing we've ever done in our career. And it, yeah, it's great. Like exactly. they're concentrating on this elaborate choreography. Yep. That they think is elaborate choreography, but it's, it's not even that elaborate. Serious. They're just kind of like waving their arms and stuff. No, it, right, right, like, right. It's, it's not elaborate, but their facial expression is as if they have to concentrate really They have to really concentrate and yep. really like. <laughs> and I, I love that they have pull, the janitor and the neighbor in it. They have every and character we've seen so far. That that janitor, what he what has he been in? I've seen him in every. He's in everything, right? I don't know. He's he's got that face. Yeah, up. he's um. Yeah, he's he, been he a was couple in things that, for was... sure. Um, but I I like Eagly at the end and Peacemaker are making the same pose. Did you guys pick up on that? No. No. Repeat. Wait, say it again. In the dance sequence at the very end, when when John Cena does. Where Peacemaker sticks his arms out. If you look at Eagly, he does the same thing down to his yeah. the end of his wings, like the same well, thing, like his fingers. The one it's... thing I the one thing I noticed about Eagly is you can notice that like he kind of shifts a little bit as if he's trying to hit his mark. Like he kind of like looks down a little bit and notices he's standing in the wrong place. Um, the janitor was in Shit's Creek for like fourteen episodes. Oh, yeah. What was his character in Shit's Creek? Uh, Ray Butani. Oh, he was the one guy who had like three businesses or four businesses at the same time. He did like a little bit of everything. He was in Mr. Yeah, Robot. Yeah, yeah. I only saw the first episode of Mr. Robot. He was in a movie called yeah. The Man Who Killed Hitler, then Bigfoot. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that movie. I think Steve Buscemi's in it. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that I probably, of the three of us, I find this funny, but I kind of like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> a couple of chuckles here, but I'm not laughing out loud. 
No, neither am I. I'm okay. not hysterically laughing at anything, but yeah. I still find it like really funny. Like, yeah. I like the performances. I like how everybody's delivering everything. No, but it's like you have a friend who who's funny, but you don't laugh at their jokes. You're just like, you're so stupid. You know what I mean? That's what it's like. You know what I so mean? So basically, They're how Ariani jokes. treats us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that uh, I mean, I, that sums it up basically. And uh, you know they did this extend. It was kind of weird because they did this extended last on Suicide Squad, and they like show like the whole movie of <laughs> Suicide Squad. Like one of those trailers where they show the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Where do you think they're gonna go with this? Honestly, I have no idea because based on the map at the end of the show. There's way too many butterflies, not enough episodes for them to go take them all out. So, I mean, they're I either mean, set. They they either have to resolve everything in one season. They're either setting up then there's the finale's either going to be setting up season two, or another movie. Who knows? But, but I'm pretty sure James Gunn wrote this as its own story. Right, and it he wrote it like in a like, week. He wrote it like in a week. Right. Well, some crazy kind the of thing. thing is like the they dropped the first three episodes right the first three episodes kind of felt like i was watching a movie because it's like maybe like what like two hours all together or 90 i don't even minutes, think it's maybe? that long yeah probably yeah probably 90 minutes yeah so i think having the three of them together it felt like watching like i was watching a feature-length movie except when we got to the end of the third episode we're basically at the not the inciting incident but like the point where we realize okay this is the conflict in the movie like or at least the major right. conflict there's a lot there's many little conflicts but this the butterfly thing is like the major conflict well i mean the show it had to establish all your main characters get the plot kind of in motion and then leave you with all right you got to come back next week to see what's going to happen and basically that, that's what yeah. they did yeah but then like we have to deal with the butterflies we have to deal with whatever robert patrick's doing in jail that's going to be a factor. They have to resolve uh, the issue about the Berenstain Bears. Yes, that, that's a very big one. <laughs> the, the Mandela effect. That, the Mandela effect, yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody did that to me because I was like, yeah, the Berenstain Bears. He goes, no, no it's, it's the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. I'm like, really? We, we all <laughs> suffered the same one... mass delusion. <laughs> yeah, I was part of that. I was one of those. <laughs> you know, we'll have to see if Amanda Waller is going to factor into this again. We have to see what... what. Jerk. Oh, she definitely is. Her daughter's in it. Yeah, right? I know. So she's going to have to go up against her... It, go up against her mom, right? But didn't they already do that? Could, can, can Amanda Waller keep on getting owned by everybody every time she's on screen? I don't know. We have to see what Mern is up to. You know, Who's Mern? Mern is the, the, lead, He's the leader. He's the leader. Oh, oh. The, yeah. the white dragon. Yeah. No, no, no. Not the no, white dragon. The, the main black Mern. guy that's the part main, of the team. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. He's like their Amanda Waller. Right. Right. Yeah, so we have to see what his deal is because we keep hearing so much about, you know, how he's done things, but we don't know what those are. So, so there's two real supervillains kind of uh, fronts here. There's the white dragon Nazis, and then there's the invading aliens, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, will they intersect or are those two That's two what I'm saying. I don't know if they're going to like end up being like a thing where they both are a problem at the same time and, or the, I don't know. Maybe the aliens will infect the Nazis and then it's a real huge problem. And then maybe Peacemaker maybe, will have to make a decision whether to kill his father or not. Maybe oh, I kind of like that. That's that makes sense the too. The alien maybe the aliens aren't bad guys. I think we I think we Wait. You say they're not the bad guys? They're not the bad guys that we yeah, said. Wh- wh- why would they be bad guys? What did they do to make them make themselves bad guys other than fight Peacemaker? Your sound keeps cutting out, so I couldn't hear what you said. Yeah, no, no, I, I got a T saying why, why would the the aliens be considered the bad guys when all they've done is fight Peacemaker? Like we haven't seen them do anything bad yet. As far as and, we know, they're an invasive species. They're like those bugs they kept telling us to kill over the summer. Right. Those I mean, flies or whatever. T- right. Te- technically, yes, but to T's point, like she took Peacemaker home. And she only went after him after she read the file that she oh, was the, the one dossier. that he was going to... Right. Well, that he was going to kill that other senator, and maybe she saw right. that, oh, that's right, another right. butterfly. Right. And, and, and and what Nazis and fascists always say is these aliens are invading, right? And then the peacemaker is trying not to be racist, right? And then you have these butterflies with cute little spaceships right and now it's like oh his head was blown open like uh you know it was one of the people we're supposed to be rooting for who blew up the senator's head right and then the and the butterfly came out um you know uh, you know obviously the butterflies are taking away the agency of these people and that's terrible and we saw all these little dots on the map which is scary Right, but in the end, does Peacemaker have to come to terms with that? This, this, this alien beings are coming and and being coming to terms with that. So they're kind of kind of. I mean, like he's this, fought aliens before. I don't know. Hmm. He fought. Did he? Didn't he help fight Starro? Technically. Right, and Starro was just some some being that just wanted to be left alone in space. Yeah, I know, but Starro was also parasitic. To defend itself. But to what you're saying, though, T, if they do that, they're basically just doing the Suicide Squad again. That's the only thing. Now now that you just reminded me about Starro and how took over just to survive kind of thing, that's kind of the same story again. So I, I don't felt, think you would f- do it that. It feels like a repetition. But right. we'll have to see. We'll have to see if it's basically another repetition of a parasitic alien life form that is misunderstood. Whatever happened to the days where bad guys could just be bad guys? <laughs> Listen, man, in Lord of the Rings, the orcs are sentient beings that, you know, they they have kids. They, do they, the orcs not love their children? Bad guys are never just simple bad guys. They, except for the Nazis. The Nazis are always bad. <laughs> well, I mean, you give you give the bad guy motivation and, and a backstory, and they're a little more sympathetic, give, give, right? And it makes it more interesting. Give him a swastika tattoo, and it's okay to shoot him. Yeah, <laughs> I I hope they don't give like Robert uh, Patrick like a sympathetic like backstory so that way we feel bad for him because I kind of like that he's just kind of like this cartoonish, ridiculous, uh, bad guy. I kind of like that. Um, not every villain has to be sympathetic for me, especially one that's a white supremacist. Right. 
Yeah, but, right, right. Yeah. But hey, there's five episodes left. We gotta wait and see. And if it's if it blows our minds, we'll come back and talk about it again. Okay, before we go, before we go, where who's who's gonna be the surprise cameo? Maybe Idris Elba. Rick I would Flag's like to see dead. that. I would like to see uh, Peacemaker and Idris Elba kind of go back and forth again. <laughs> are we get, are we gonna get a little bit of Harley Quinn? Maybe. This was filmed during COVID, right? Basically, there wasn't much going on in terms of being filmed, so technically anybody could really show up. Anybody's anybody's up, you know, to show up. You know, maybe for who knows? It could be Flash, for all we know. So. I mean, you know who I'm thinking? Nobody. What? I don't you think, think anybody. It, they won't have. I don't think anybody shows up. Flash or Quicksilver? What did he say? <laughs> he said. I said Flash or Quicksilver. Ralph Boner. Oh my Ralph god! Boner might show I would up. love to have one episode. One episode where we don't we don't bring this up again. I beg of you, please, God, Jesus, Buddha, somebody. I beg. <laughs> The universe. Um, no, but I definitely think they're going to have some kind of. Uh, there'll there's, there'll be a, there'll be a little bit of a cameo coming in, and people will be like, "Oh, what's that?" You know, I think that's that 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 would be a, a lot of fun. I mean, f- fans would love it. Um, I don't know. If as long as it's not something it. too, as long as it's not something too overwhelming or distracting, I'm fine with it. You know, there's I, so much distract this this whole thing is that all of peacemakers distracting yeah i know but i don't need something like out of the out of like i don't need henry cavill showing up going what the is this like i don't need that like you know <laughs> that would be annoying henry to cavill. Me. i think henry cavill would be down for it what if jason momoa shows up and goes my man i'd i'd be i'd be annoyed I hope somebody calls him out onto him talking like that. I'd be like, I don't. Why are you talking like that? For what reason? I'm not your man. Yeah, exactly. If somebody, if if he if he talked to like, <laughs> who are you? If he talked to like Mern like that, like the black guy. If he talked to him like that, I'd be like, who? If he goes, who are you talking to like that? Then that then that would be like interesting or funny to me because then it's like, okay, let's let's make fun of like this stupid writing that Zack Snyder or, or Joss Whedon put in, um, into Justice League. You know what though, I you guys are thinking about the movies. What if they bring in somebody from either Doom Patrol or Titans, um, in another one of their TV shows? Not necessarily like the movies. All that could be possible. Like any anything at this point is possible. Um, they could also bring in nobody because I think the show is strong enough. Like right, to, that that's that's itself. what I think. That's what I think. But I mean, yeah, there's a possibility. Like it's fun- all it's stuff funny enough. It's funny enough that it doesn't need surprises, but if they were to do that, they would probably save it for like the very end. Or bring in Batmite. That'd be cute. <laughs> which which they, they referenced. Yeah, they referenced Dude, Batmite. You you guys know Batmite? You guys I've know heard Batmite? of Batmite. You know how I know Batmite from like a Lego video game that I played. <laughs> Batmite's the shit. He's very cute. <laughs> And I liked it. He was like, he stands Batman. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, Multi-dimensional guy who stands Batman. He explained it in like Twitter language, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. That was, I think that was the funniest joke. That was a good one. For sure. Oh my gosh. Batmite. Hashtag bring Batmite. James Gunn is, it's going to be Batmite. 
think James Gunn would cast himself to play Batmite? No, his brother. His brother. Oh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Chekhov's Batmite at this point, right? And you just That's and you true, don't cause... worry about if the special effects are bad. You just have him floating there like some kind of fairy from uh, what whatever nineteen eighties movie. You know what I mean? So the special effects don't. Isn't have to Batmite be, supposed to be like a child though, like a little kid? He's like he's like a gnome. Oh, he's like the Great Gazoo in the Flintstones. Exactly okay. him, <laughs> Mister Mixie's Pitalek, and the Great Gazoo is they're all the same. You know, Mister Mister Mixie's Pitalek, right? No, yes. I know the Great he's Gazoo. He's like Superman's Batmite. He's Superman's Batmite, but he's a bad guy with Superman, and Mister Mixie's Pitalek would come and <laughs> what a ridiculous ba- name. <laughs> Right, and that's part of the that's thing. That's part of the thing, right? Because you got to get him to say his name backwards. You got to get him to say it so he goes back to the fifth dimension. I see. He's this guy from the fifth dimension who has like, like you know. Uh, oh my uh, god! Uh, and it's Doctor Manhattan too. Oh yeah, it's like Doctor Manhattan powers. Yeah. Right, he has like Doctor Manhattan powers, and he just likes coming to our dimension to mess with Superman, and Superman would just like get him to say his name backwards, and he's like, oh. Batmite is more of a nuisance than a supervillain. <laughs> and often departs of his own accord upon realizing that he has angered his idol. Aww. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he's like... He... I was going to say, if Batmite shows up, that's when we got to come back and talk about Peacemaker. Yes. Oh, Bat... Uh, you know what? If they bring it... Because James Gunn wants Batmite. You know James Gunn is like, I want the most Batmite ridiculous Batmite would be the character. type of... Batman would be the type of cameo that he would put in, like as a post credits. That's how I. That's how I think Batmite would show up, like how he did the Watchers at the end of Guardians Two. Probably. Right. Right. Yeah, that's how I feel like he would bring in Batmite as just like a thing. Countdown's on. Five episodes to go. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks.